Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Houston Exercise Science, a podcast where we talk about everything that has to do with fitness as long as it is scientifically backed. I know I've been away again for a little while, but um, I'm back now, and I know that I was doing a series talking about supplements and doing supplement review. However, I came across this topic that I decided to cover instead in this episode before I go back to my um, series that I was trying to create, and today we're going to be talking about two different kinds of cardios, which one is better, which one isn't, I hear a lot of bias towards one or the other when it comes to these two different types of cardio on social media. And I decided to talk about both so that way you get an idea of which one you want to do for your fitness journey when you program your exercises. The two I'm talking about are HIT versus sustained cardio or steady state cardio. I've heard both. And you probably have heard of HIT by now because it's pretty popular. At least um, I hear it a lot, and people recommend recommending this kind of cardio to everybody that it's awesome and it's the best and everything like that. So <clears throat> before I begin, I just wanted to tell you guys thank you for listening. I'm getting a lot of new listeners actually, so if you're new, thank you. Hopefully, I'm teaching you guys some mind blowing stuff, and if I'm not, hopefully, I'm reassuring the information you already know. Uh, into your brains. So, uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Let's get into it. <clears throat> so, HIT. What is it? HIT stands for High Intensity Interval Training, which means that you do these intervals where you get your heart rate way up. It's really high intensity. And then you have rest periods where you completely stop. You rest for a certain set of time and you go right back into another set of exercises. Sustained cardio or steady state cardio is the kind of cardio where you run for miles and it is a lower intensity, not really super low intensity. I think I, I hear that a lot. It's not like where you're just doing nothing. You're just lightly walking. It's still going to be, it should be challenging for the, this kind of cardio to actually have some sort of result or benefit to you, but it's a lower cardio or intensity cardio compared to hit. And the idea is that you go for long periods of time. So that's the two different kinds of cardio we're talking about today. And we're going to talk about the benefits of one or the other and whether one is is actually um, superior. And to answer that question just up front right now, so you don't have to wait till the end for me to tell you which one's better. Uh, <laughs> to answer that question right now, one is not really better than the other. It really depends on a few factors of your personal life, whether you have a lot of time available to exercise or not, whether you like one or the other. But in terms of fat loss or or um, getting you in shape, one is not superior to the other. And I'll go over why that is, but short answer, um, it's, it's really they both do a lot of benefits for you. So... Uh, let's, let's talk a little bit more in detail of what I'm, what I mean. So let's talk about the pros of HIT training. Um, so HIT training is really great because it's time efficient. You don't need to do a lot of this kind of cardio to get a lot of benefit out of it. So it's time efficient. You don't need too long. Um, I've seen interval or interval training sessions last 25 minutes, 30 minutes, something like that. And it is really intense. I like to do this cardio myself um, because it is so intense. 
and it's fun, which leads me to my next pro, which it is fun for some people, which leads to exercise adherence, which is extremely important if you want to get any sort of result from certain exercises, including diets, you have to adhere to a certain program that has shown to, uh, it should give you results, but you have to adhere to it. You can't just do it for a few, even a few weeks, depending on your goals, but even just a week or two is not enough to see some serious results. So the fact that it's a lot of fun really helps people adhere to it, which is probably why it's so popular and why I hear it being recommended by a lot of big names in the fitness industry and the health industry, because it's probably super easy to stick with, which then shows results, which means it must work. However, <clears throat> that doesn't mean st steady state cardio or sustained cardio does not also give you any sort of result. You have to, to adhere to that too. Now, that's the pros of it. The, uh, the con of it is that it can be very intense. So some people, they go into an interval training session and they come out injured because their body was not ready for that kind of intensity and that sort of level. So it can be a little risky. However, you can create a low impact interval training session where it's not a lot of jumping and, and a lot of, uh, quick movements that might hurt your knee or roll an ankle or something like that. And it could still be intense, just not high impact. So that does exist, which takes care of that drawback from HIT training. So <clears throat> you can use low impact for it. You can also use low impact for sustained cardio. Instead of running on a treadmill or running outside and it's bothering your knees or your ankles or your back, lower back, you can use an exercise bike, right? That doesn't have any impact or high impact on your, your joints, which will allow you to still do cardio, sustain cardio while eliminating the risk for injury, which is really great. However, that's one drawback I hear from high intensity interval training, but to me, I feel like you can modify it to the point where it's still high intensity, but not a lot of impact. So HIIT training has those pros. Um, sustained cardio, it could be fun for other people somehow. I don't know how I don't like that kind of cardio, but some people find it extremely fun, uh, challenging and rewarding because you can go for a little bit longer or you uh, run a mile a little bit faster, even if it's a second or two, uh, which is which is pretty good shaving off time. That is going to be some of the benefits and that since it's hard to adhere to sometimes that when you do adhere to it and you see the results, it feels like it's a big reward. So that could be one of the pros of sustained cardio. Another thing about it. Uh, one of the drawbacks about it is time efficiency. It's not as efficient because it's lower in, uh, lower intensity, sorry, than hit. So you have to go for lo longer periods of time to still get a lot of benefits in, in, uh, cardio loss from it, cardio burning, um, or calorie burning from it. Sorry. And you, uh, you're going to have to spend more time on sustained cardio than HIIT training. So that's the drawback is you got to carve out a good amount of time in your day to do this, which is, again, probably why HIIT training is so 
uh, popular because some people just they say, oh, I don't have a lot of time, and you know, I get home and I maybe got like 25 minutes. Well, that's perfect. That 25 minutes can be used for high intensity, um, but th it doesn't mean sustained cardio is not good. It's still a great and viable exercise program. So. To address the statement I said at the very beginning of this episode, which is both are great and it depends on you, if you're talking about losing fat, you have to remember that we talked about diets and that the main thing for fat loss is a calorie deficit, right? You're burning more calories than you're intaking and what you are intaking, I'm going to add on to this, what you are intaking is healthy foods so it's not like I I'm going to eat two donuts for the whole day and that makes up 1600 calories and I burnt 2000 there's the deficit I'm gonna lose weight because then you're bringing in sugars and added sugars and and deep-fried stuff if you know you're going that route and then that's just bad for you so creating a calorie deficit and with that food that you're eating it is healthy too so that's the two things I would say. Make sure nutrition is there, but you're also creating a calorie deficit. Once you create a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. And you can use HIT training or sustained cardio to help you help aid in this calorie deficit. So one is not really better than the other. It just depends on you, whether in your individual needs calls for HIT training to be better suited for your lifestyle. So one of the other things that I like to mention is that cardio is not required for fat loss. It, it's a great tool to help you with it. There are tons of benefits to cardio, including heart health and, you know, cardiovascular and pulmonary health, all of that great stuff, which I'll have to get into another time. But those benefits are known. However, resistance training has been shown to be what's really very essential to if you're going to exercise with your diet. So resistance training is really essential. It creates lean muscle mass. It helps with preserving the muscle mass. So you're not just burning off fat and muscle and everything. And... Um, it has a lot of benefits in itself too, but cardio is not required. However, it's a good thing to try to put into your exercise programming if you can. But if all you can do or all you want to do <laughs> is resistance training, that's okay. Just create a calorie deficit and also do resistance training. One of the things I actually came across in social media that I found pretty weird was this person uh, commenting that you have to eat more calories to create more muscle. That is not true. I don't know where this person got that from, and I, I want to address it in case you hear it too. But no, if you're stimulating your muscles with resistance training, the muscle will grow. That's, that's it. And if you have some good protein in your diet, and, and again, the nutrition in your diet is there, it will help create it'll help with the recovery of the muscle and making sure that it's being nourished and everything like that and you're going to create more muscle and we talked about that in a in another episode i believe so that you don't have to have a calorie surplus is what this person was saying 
to create more muscle. Now, I like to touch on that cardio is not essential, but I will say I do still promote it if you can get in there and everything like that. And speaking of putting cardio into your exercise, resistance training can be very similar to HIT if you think about it, right? You're doing very high intensity exercises, which would be the lifting, with followed by periods of rest intervals, which is when you're resting in between sets. So it can be very similar to HIT training and have the same kind of benefits as uh, HIT training, resistance training kind of going together. And some people, if you have a good resistance training program you're doing and you're trying to figure out if you can put HIT into it, you probably are doing HIT, but it's, you know, you're not considering it because you think, oh, it has to do with cardio. You may think that, but it is basically the same kind of exercise you're doing with the same kind of benefits, the same kind of muscle you're growing, um, which is the, the kind of muscle that is for explosiveness, for speed, for short bursts of, you know, some people call it fast twitch muscle, which is okay to call it. Um, but yeah, fast twitch muscles, and you're producing that kind of muscle with HIT training and resistance training. So one of the cool things about sprinters is some sprinters will add some sort of weight on, like they, they're dragging a sled or they're doing um, pretty heavy leg press workout or, or hamstring curls. And then they increase their, their time in how fast they're running. And that is exactly because they're producing the same kind of muscle. So HIT training, resistance training, they go really good together. And they produce the same kind of muscle and burn the same kind of, um, same kind of macronutrient for the fuel stores, which we're going to get into now. And because <clears throat> the other thing we, we see people talk about, and it is true, is that sustained cardio or steady, steady state cardio uses more fat as fuel than HIT training. Because HIT training uses carbs uh, predominantly, as as with resistance training, too, and that's what it is. That's the difference. However, I did go over this metabolism um, episode at one time, and I talked about how it's not a linear-looking kind of, or it's not mutually exclusive. You don't just just burn fat and not carbs, or the other way around. You will pretty much use both fat and carbs as the fuel source during exercise in the long run. Because when you hear these statements, of course, these are true during the exercise. If you're looking at it and you're zooming way in to that specific session, you are going to use more fat as the fuel for steady state cardio and more carbs predominantly as the fuel for HIT or resistance training. However, if you take a step back and you look at it in terms of three weeks or six weeks or two to four months later in a very long uh, period of time, you're going to see that it's using f fat and carbs are being burnt pretty much the same rate in that sh long period of time. So steady state may use a lot of fat, but eventually carbs later and hit does the same thing where hit will catch up as well. So if you take a step back, you'll see that both will will do this because we have what's called a post-exercise period, which is exactly kind of what it sounds like, the period of 
after exercise and that fat loss happens after the hit session like steady state cardio. So we see that there's really no difference in the long run between the both, as long as you're doing the right diet as well on top of that. So it brings me back to my first statement that I talked about, which is one is not superior to the other. When people are saying, oh, HIIT training burns fat because of this sort of like uh, rapid increase in your heart rate and then decrease and increase, and this is supposed to help burn fat better th than sustained cardio when they both will do what they, if you're trying to use these to burn fat, to lose weight, you make sure that your diet is on point and then you can use these two and they'll get you where you want to be. It just really depends on which one you like and how much time you have available to you in your lifestyle for one or the other. So continuing on, one of the pros of sustained cardio that I want to mention now is that you recover better from sustained cardio or steady state cardio than HIT because thinking about it, HIT is extremely more intense. It's way more intense. It's in the name high intensity, right? So it's a lot more intense, which means you'll be a lot more sore and you'll really feel it. So it's, it's going to take longer to recover. However, you can as long as this hit training is intense enough, you can perform hit sessions less often than sustained cardio so that you can recover better. And that's something you can do if you, uh, you think it, you, you're not recovering fully and your legs are still sore and you've got to go over it again because you don't want to get injured. You don't want to overdo it. You don't want to pull or stretch or tear anything because it's you're not ready. If you can do high intensity interval training every other day, if that feels better, that's fine. One of the things that I don't think I've ever mentioned this is the general, and this is general, this, this is not specific to anybody, but the general rule or guideline that we see from the heart health associations and all of that is that if you perform high intensity training and training that is considered vigorous for 75 minutes per week, that will help with your heart. And that is the minimum recommendation for a vigorous intensity. So I, I try to tell clients or people that I talk to that, you know, a little goes a long way if you're doing high intensity interval training. You can do 25 minutes, 30. Now, if you exceed 75 minutes, that's wonderful. That's great. That it will help you um, get even more benefits uh, from this sort of cardio. But 75 minutes is like the least, and that's general. So if you do 75 minutes, you're like, oh, man, Paul, I'm not getting any sort of weight loss. Well, maybe look at your diet first. That's the first thing I would say that you should look into. And then... Um, adjusting your diet may be the, the cause for it. And if it still isn't working, you may have to do more exercise. Uh, maybe. Uh, again, it could be the diet. It would probably be the diet. 
and watch those cheat meals because <laughs> you can undo everything you just did the whole week in one cheat meal sometimes. So anyways, I like to throw that in there for um, for those that need a, a number. Uh, but again, that's really specific and, and the business that I'm starting actually will help you. Uh, I can help personalize that number to be a little bit more exact depending on your um, your background basically and all the information I'll be asking you. So that's what I'm, I've launched. I talked about that the last episode. But uh, anyways, going back to the topic, um, uh, HIT training creates what's called EPOC, E-P-O-C, not TUPOC. Um, <laughs> and EPOC stands for Excess Post-Cardio Oxygen Consumption. A pretty cool thing that happens is that after HIT training, um, your, your body is in what really an oxygen debt. Your body is requiring this certain amount of oxygen and you're not giving it enough. So you're in a debt. And so after the exercise, post-exercise, right, your body is going to be working and burning extra calories to return to the, the oxygen level that your body needs to be in homeostasis. However, if you hear, hear this, that, oh, this is what happens, I, and this is what I'm, why I'm mentioning this in case you do hear this, is it does burn calories after the exercise, this epoch state. However, it's not very significant, right? In, in the short, cause this, this happens not that long. And I know we talked about how long term you burn fat and, and carbs pretty much the same rate as steady state, but I have heard that you enter what's called epoch, this state where you're in oxygen debt and your body is going to burn tons of calories to go back to homeostasis. So I'm mentioning this in case you hear it, you know better because epoch does not burn tons of calories to really, to really have a huge impact on your weight loss journey, let's say, for example. So if you hear this, you sh you now know better because epoch it will burn about eight seven eight percent to fifteen percent of the calories you burnt in that session extra on top of it which can come out to shoot it could come out to like 20 20 calories maybe 30 calories maybe um which is cool you know i'll take anything you know <laughs> any number but it's not to the point where it's like, oh, you burnt 500 calories and now you're going to burn another 500 calories by just sitting around after you take a shower and you're just sitting around and that's what's happening. Um, not in this state, not in epoch. So epoch is cool because it, it happens. It's oxygen debt. Now you know a little bit more what's happening in your body as you're breathing hard, you know, after you're done with the session or you're done lifting the certain amount of reps and you're done with that set and you're breathing hard after, you're in epoch. You're, you know, you're done with that, that specific exercise and you're breathing hard and your heart rate should be also high because you're in a debt. Um, and so your body's trying to bring your, your body, your body's trying to bring itself back to homeostasis in this sort of state. So the one of the other interesting things about epoch is that the more intense the hit training 
the longer you're going to be an epoch. Again, it's not going to burn calories to an, a significant point, but that's just a little tidbit of information for you to know, um, you know, the science behind your body, the physiology behind your body when it comes to talking about epoch. But all in all, standing back and looking at this, um, you know, one is not, again, superior than the other. Oh, before I also move on, sustained cardio also will increase capillary density, um, which helps with nutrient transfer. So you'll see that in sustained cardio and your size of your mitochondria will go up. I know we talked about this already. That's why I almost skipped it. But I thought to myself, mm, I'll just tell you guys anyways. Um, but yeah, so that is another effect of sustained cardio. But stepping back and looking at these two cardios side by side, you should take away from this episode that it really, one is not superior than the other. So if you hear fitness influencers on social media push one um, over the other, um, and you think, okay, whoever does sustain cardio must be not really, the reason they're not losing weight is because it's not hit, it's sustained cardio, that's why, that's false. It really depends on you. If you have a lot of fun doing HIT training, you love it, then go ahead. Now, talking about wh which one is better than the other and, and how they're both the same, some of some people are crazy and they do both. They mix both different kinds of cardios into their exercise programming. I don't know how. They're crazy. They must really love cardio to the point where they'll do super intense and then go for a run the next day. However, you can mix both because they both have the same kind of benefits overall in a long period of time. So people will tend to do, uh, some people actually tend to do both some for some reason and that's crazy. I personally like to do HIT training. It's, it's intense, short and sweet really gets you going and you're, you know, all you need is 25, 30 minutes, maybe longer if you're crazy and you get to, you know, be done with your workout and move on with the rest of your day. If you have time to kill, then people go and do sustained cardio. They go for a walk for a few miles. My father actually does that sustained cardio. Then he goes home the same day. He goes home uh, from work because on his lunch break, he walks crazy. I know. Like, oh yeah, you're on your lunch break. Let me just go work out. <laughs> but he does. Uh, and then he goes home and he does resistance training. It's probably why he's almost 65 and he's extremely in shape. So that's probably, probably why. <laughs> uh, but before I sign off and, and end this episode, um, you know, choose your favorite cardio, have fun with it. Uh, change it up if you don't like one thing or the other, lower the impact if it's not feeling good on your joints, and continue to adhere to a certain exercise that you like. But other than that, I'm going to end this wonderful episode that I was pretty excited to talk to you guys about, and I will see you guys in the next one. The next one will probably be about, um, hopefully, about another supplement review or talking with that powerlifter, former powerlifter, actually. Um, and we both get on here and, and start talking about some powerlifting and bodybuilding equipment. 
but we'll see. Um, I'm doing whatever you guys seem to like the most. Again, um, you guys can email me at HoustonExerciseScience at gmail.com, all one word. And if you have a certain topic you want me to really go over more than the others, then I will do so. But if not, I'll see you guys on the next one and have a good day.